okay, 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 okay. Mm. So, summer's about to be popping. We all getting yeah. our vaccine, except for a few Ooh. people I know, Frank. <coughs> now, what would it take? Right here, right now, we're gonna go on the record. What would it take for Frank to get the coronavirus vaccine? Holy shit. Oh, wow, we going there? Oh, we're going there, wow. we're going there. Now get as creative as possible. The, you wow. have a magic wand. There's a magic wand in your hand. So what would it take? I'll go first. I think that if any of these pharmaceutical companies would make Johnny Walker the main ingredient of the vaccine, then I think Frank would get it. That's just, that's what I'm going to go with. So JW in the vaccine, keep signing up. That's a good, that's a good one, Rachel. Okay. Jamie? Um, I think if the government promise to give Frank like secret like government secrets <laughs> you know like secrets of the country state secrets oh, damn, the truth cool. about UFOs the Ooh, truth about the dark oh, web uh, truth about who killed JFK where the, where the hell's Amelia Earhart oh, uh, wow. you know who's in the Illuminati oh, don't stop Jamie Frank will be, he'll crack. He will crack <laughs> under that pressure and they'll have the needle and they'll be like, what is it gonna be, Frank? He's gonna be like, he's gonna put up his shirt and he's gonna be like, stick it in me. Pause. Stick it in me, I need to know. Yes. Yo, Jamie, you He's gonna be singing it like Mark one. Anthony. I need to know, I need to know. Yo, the sleep started going up, man. Holy shit. The good thing is that we have the source here. So source, tell us, what would it take, Frank, for you to get the vaccine? Well, I spoke about this with, with some family members. I, I said the only way I would take the vaccine is if I can never go back to the Dominican Republic. Oh, That's my so homeland. If, if they ban you? If, if you they don't ban take me, it and I they can't ban come you? out the country and see my homeland ever again, I, I will consider taking it. My last oh. resort, my last resort would be to take a Yola, take a boat back to the Dominican Republic and see my so instead of getting a vaccine, you would get on a Yola and travel yeah. to DR? Yeah. I, I think just get the vaccine, no? Isn't that nah, easier? Man. than? I got I to gotta keep it a stack, guys. I got to, you know, Frank Spiracy takes it all the way to the end. And ah. I, I got I to gotta take it all the way there. Jamie, I, uh, but you, you, yep. you, Jamie, you almost had me, man. Well, yeah, I feel like mine's, mine's would also put, make you make you take the vaccine. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, unless the government just like, puts you know they grab you while you're walking on the street put you in a van and uh <laughs> send you to like an area 51 type spot you know what i mean i don't, I don't see that happening but um, who knows well guys if you ever hear that i did take the vaccine it's not really me it's actually a clone of frank's piracy here we wow. go wow good to know frank noted the latinos out loud podcast oh! Yo, 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 this is the podcast that you've mm -hmm. been waiting for. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I've been waiting for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's Latinos Out Loud. Go Aye. ahead. Let it simmer. Let Just take that in. This is Latinos Out Loud. You might be a Latino who lives out loud yourself, you know? So you've come to the right place. Welcome home. Hi, 
I, I'm one of the hosts here at this beautiful home that we call Latinos Out Loud. Oh, by the way, Webby Award-nominated podcast, Yay. Latinos Out Loud. And maybe by the next episode, maybe we are Webby winning. Oh my God, podcast. shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. I don't want to, you know, count my eggs before they hatch, but I we have a shot. Oh yes. my God, I am not giving away my shot for sure, Hamilton. <laughs> this is a shot... And and we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna find out tomorrow. So yeah, by the time oh this, God. woo. Okay. Come anyway, on, Webby, wow. Webby judging committee. You mm. know you love her. It's it's been giving me a little bit of a spilkus in my genetic zone. Not too much, but I definitely feel like you know a little bit of nerves. Anyway, uh, we have our Rachel. If this if, if if the Webbies was alive, uh, uh, you know, if we were there live in a in a in a theater, Rachel, I think would pull a Kanye if we lost. Oh, I can see that. She would go up there and interrupt the winner and be like, yo, not for nothing, but yo, Latinos Out Loud had the best podcast uh, last year. Okay, okay, okay. So I got to correct you. Because if Rachel were to do a Kanye, Rachel would go on stage and be like, yo, yo, the best podcast was another podcast. Because Kanye didn't say it was his video. He said that Beyonce had the best video. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So I'd have to say that. You're taking it to another level. And and here's the other question I have. Okay, not to get so granular, but do you guys draw a parallel between me and Kanye West? Because I'm a little offended. I'm a little offended that you actually drew the parallel with me and Kanye. Do you think I would actually do that? No, but, well, maybe, but no. I only a little impulsivity. Just a little bit of his impulsivity. What do you mean? Like the way I dropped the mic when we lost bragging rights at the People's Improv Theater? The way that I broke the house microphone by dropping it? I wasn't being a sore loser, but I definitely wanted a recount there, okay? Um, I didn't even remember that, but yes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, what are we doing here? It's a podcast. We got to talk about some stuff. All right. You know, we come here every week. We talk about what's on our mind. Jamie didn't introduce himself. Jamie. Oh, I'm jumping the gun. Oh, my God. Let's take it back. Okay, so hi. Okay, I introduced Kanye. myself. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, Kanye. Kanye. Oh, my God. Um, that was so Kanye. Th- I'm another host of the Latinos Aloud Loud show, Out Loud show, uh, Jay Ferns. Yeah, yes. and I'm the uh, third guy in the, uh, the podcast called uh, Latinos Out Loud. I'm the other co-host, Frank Nitz. Thank you very much. Hey, Frank. Hey. Frank the Tank here. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't realize that we didn't finish our intros. Um, well, here we are. Okay, now yes. can we get more serious? Of course. Yeah, let's take it. Let's let's get serious. Yes. Okay. First of all, as you'll notice, I'm a few hues darker. A few? A few? <laughs> Come on. I was about to say, like, you went on vacation. I'm a few shades. Rachel La Flaca now. Wait, hold well, on. No, she's talking about she's talking about her color. My color. A color? I'm oh, a few oh, hues, I... few shades. A little more pigment. Oh, you started in the backyard already, huh? I just want to say that tanning season has begun, people. Tanning season has begun. Now, look, I don't want to tell you to go out there and, like, expose your face to the sun, okay? I'm not trying to bring anybody no kind of skin disorders, okay? Right. Rachel, we're going to have to get you some screen, some sunblock, uh, because I know this year you're really going to go out there and do your thing with the sun. I feel like I'm embodying like Banda Soleil. Like I feel like the banana boat. Like I feel, I feel like I smell like suntan lotion all day, all night. And I feel great. Don't you see how happy I am? 
Don't you see how happy I, I am? See like, it. I see it. Okay. And so, it's a new day because, I mean, I feel like even the sun was wearing a mask last year. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the sun <laughs> even is now like, yo, I'm back. Let's get, let's get y'all burnt. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, probably for the next show or in a, a subsequent show, I'm going to just share some of my tanning secrets. Because after years of doing it, I do feel like I have some tips and tricks. Um, I'm not saying I'm a master Ooh, of the tan game, but just call me Magda from Something About Mary. You know what I mean? Awesome. Um, I'm down for a loca hack. Okay. I'm going to teach you guys how to tan safely. Uh, I'm going to give you some hacks. But I just want to say that it's feel, it feels so good to be in the sun, getting the vitamin D. Even if for like a sun quickie. We talked about that on this a show sun before. sun quickie? Do a little sun quickie. You go oh, out shit. in the sun. Try mm-hmm. to take off as many layers as you can. Don't get like yeah. naked where you're not supposed to be naked. But, you know, peel off some of those You know layers. what, Rachel? I just read that back in the days, people would suntan naked because it's good like for your genitals like the sun to actually hit your actual genitals i think we talked about it in a podcast i feel like we did there were these people that were going on top of mountains and and and, uh and getting the sun on their privates and it was like this whole experience it was like wham bam thank you sun wow that may be something uh may have to have to do on the roof this year. I gotta Ooh. say, if you're in a private beach and like luckily I've been on vacations where I've it's only been me, there's nothing like some it's not like some sun toto. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, there's nothing like the sun beaming down on the toto. It feels good, minute. ladies. It feels have really a, have, you, have you been to a nude beach, Rachel? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Uh, private, meaning like it was just me nude on the beach. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I forget. There's been a few nice vacations of ours where we had a little pocket of a beach to ourselves. I think it was St. Bart's we went to one time. I was like, uh, it's just us and Nemo out there, by the way. I'm going to go find him and you in the water. (laughs) So, it was really nice. But, um, anyway, tanning season has begun. I want to just let you guys know, uh, a lot of you know my, like, weight loss journey um, at this point in the game, it's been three years and I'm down 80 pounds. Okay. I'm not even trying to brag. But I'm Can just we call trying. you Rachel La Flaca now instead of Rachel La So many people have been saying that, but I'm not Aye. Flaca. I will never be Flaca. Like, I don't want to be Flaca. But anyway, I get it. Latinos say Flaca and they... Okay, I feel good. I feel healthy, whatever. But life as a Flaca or whatever you want to call me or classify me as... Woo, it is so different walking in these streets. Oh mm. my, I've never, I mean, I, I don't know what. A lot of catcalls, a lot more catcalls than ever, Rachel? Definitely that. Um, a lot of looks, you know. Ooh, you know the, the, com- mommy. the comments coming from. You get the, from- you get the I've heard the slurps, but I usually have my headphones on and now it's like <laughs> on purpose because I'm trying to noise cancel and also like piropo cancel. You know what I'm saying? So the headphones help to piropo cancel. Diablo, Those of you that mami. don't know what piropo is, that's piropo. Diablo, mami. mami, tu buenísima. Tanta curva, yo sin freno. You know? <laughs> but Richard, you're also, you're also, like, you also live in the Upper East Side. So are you getting a lot of, like, oh, my God. Like, hey, lady. <laughs> looking good. <laughs> looking good there, Rachel. Because Frank is doing all these like Latin, like like Dominican guy like cat callers, but I'm sure you have some like Upper East Side cat callers too. Like Wall hey, Street, Wall Street cat callers. <laughs> hey, Miss, can I get some of that? 
that exactly. It's one of the privileges I have to say. I live in a very diverse neighborhood, so it's not just that, and that's not something I've heard. Like the intellectual cat call, I have yet to hear something like that. Um, but you know, uh, I just have to say that you know, ladies, I I would love some advice. I'm gonna call Ooh. out to you about mm. these cat calls. This is something kind of new to me, honestly. You know, like I heard the cat calls as a gordita, but never like this. Oh wow. my God. Um, and I just want some advice because I don't want to have to walk around the streets with my headphones all day pretending not to hear it, you know? Can I ask you um, a question? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it has to feel good to, to start getting these cat calls. You, you know that the work that you put in the whole winter Oh, the last three years is coming to fruition. So, isn't it just a a, a, a confirmation that you know you you're on you're on your goal and you're or you're on your journey? You know what I appreciate, Frank. I don't appreciate the cackles because that doesn't really do anything for me. But what I do appreciate is when I see my neighbors and friends actually stop me outside in the street and they're like, "Wow, girl, you know, wow, like you're inspiring right. me. You know, you have two kids." You know, look at you, you know, because I never, you guys, I have to be honest. I never, ever in a million years thought I'd be on this side of the obesity scale, like, or well, on this on this side of the BMI scale, you know, right. out of that obesity classification. I've always been classified as obese. Right. So obese? this is a different, really really? according to the BMI calculator, really? yes. So my BMI, my body mass index is finally at a level where I'm out of that classification. It feels fantastic. feels fantastic when my family recognizes the hard work. But really, I'm recognizing myself. And that's what feels the best. When I put on a pair of pants and I'm like, oh, my God, these are too big. These used to be skin tight, you know, or like I had to wear maternity jeans after I gave birth to Benji because I weighed 225 pounds and I didn't feel comfortable in any jeans. So anyway, I just have to say, ladies, please hit me up at Rachel La Loca. You know, I I just want to talk about this. I feel like I want to have a conversation about this because that's just how I process things. Instead of just like trying to figure out the answer myself, I need to talk about it. So I'm using this podcast as a platform and I just want to call out to the ladies. Yo, hit me up at Rachel La Loca. This is a problem. What do we do about this, ladies? The summer's coming. Uh So... And and I want to address sexy guys. I want to without the fear. What the fuck? Wait, Rachel. What's one word you can you can use to describe kind of what what got you to this point? Mm. You know, like is it perseverance? Is it you know motivation, determination? Like, what's a word that you can think of that really got your mindset to the point that you are now? The first word that comes to mind is fear. Mm. I have always feared running. I've always feared fitness. Oh, my God. I've always feared fitness. I'm like, Jim, me, good night. No, no. (laughs) I never thought I'd be able to run. 
you know, like unless it was like away from a, a criminal or something, you know what I mean? Um, but like <laughs> that, the the fear of it. And then also once the pandemic hit that fear, I had this very vivid fear of having to run to my parents' house from the Upper East Side with two kids on my back. Like mm. I already had the plan kind of like mm. I have one of those harnesses that you could put the baby inside and technically they're good till age two. Now, Benji's almost three it would have been a little big his legs probably would have been like knocking me in my thighs and shit but i already had it in my head i tied donovan onto my back and benji in the front and i'm out <laughs> and i Ow. needed to train for it because at that point where the pandemic hit i was still in like the obese classification i'm like there's no way that i could run to another borough like this but now i can safely say that if i had to and the train shut down and i needed to go to my parents i could do it and well, the fear of not being able to worked conversely. It worked for me. So I think fear is the word that that drove me. A bunch of other things drove me to this place, too. I mean, health. Health was probably at the top of the list because now as a woman in my 40s, I need to be able to not only run after these kids, but also live the way I want to live my life. And so that means I need all my organs to be working and I can't be having them organs working overtime with me being obese. It just mm. didn't feel good. But anyway, this isn't about me and my weight loss. I just want to like, you know, talk about it. The summer's approaching and I do need some strategy because I want to wear the clothes that I have already pre-purchased. And there's a lot of skin. Uh, yeah, 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 there's yeah, a lot yeah, of skin. Yeah, 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 skin yeah, yeah, will be yeah. showing. Okay. So oh, snap. Congrats oh, to everyone. Congrats. You're going to see a lot of it. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Oh, man. You're going to see a lot of Rachel this summer. Listen, Rachel, real quick on your on your weight loss journey, I'm going to be really quick. Um, I knew you were onto something when I saw you during the pandemic where everybody was hiding underneath their mattresses. <laughs> um, you were out there walking, doing it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, she's onto something. So I know that the pandemic put something on you. And I saw you walking. I don't know if it was, you know, thinking about your kids and walking to Brooklyn, maybe with you and your two kids by yourself. If something happened but whatever it was, I knew that you wanted something. And I told you something the other day. I said, if I go to war, I will call you before I call a lot of motherfuckers. Because <laughs> you for real, yo. Damn, Frank. I told you Damn, that the other day, wow. and I mean it, yo. Not too many dudes will go out in the middle of a, a pandemic and be freaking working out. So kudos to you, and I hope you continue your journey. You're doing your thing. Thank you, Frank. I don't yes. have much to say. Rachel, yeah, there would be meetings that we would, Rachel was just coming back from a walk. Right. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I'm like eating like, you know, Oreos and shit in my, in my, <laughs> in my basketball shorts. And I'm just like, oh, Rachel is being I, active. I, I, this pandemic has been pivotal for my life. You know, I'm sure for everyone, too. I, I, I don't think I speak for just myself, but pivotal and also in a positive way. You know, really, I, I keep getting this increased like as I live my life and the years go on, the feeling of literally living each moment, you know, and, and like living each day as if it were your last is becoming more and more just prevalent in my life you know like these messages i don't know if you guys is that old age is that the older you get i don't know what it is are you asking me that or what uh, jamie 
Yeah, uh, old age, I don't... Well, do you get Um, that? Like, I I just... No. And then the pandemic, now more than ever, it's like, I don't know what's coming next. But I'll tell you this much, I'm going to be as fucking ready for it as I can. Ooh. That's the thing. I think people... You either went like one way out, you know, where like Frank said, you're either kind of not doing anything and being like lazy, or you're like a lot of the a lot of the people that were hit hard by the um, the pandemic were unhealthy people, right? So you want to be as healthy as possible so you can, you know, if something gets into you, your body can defend it, right? But if your body is defenseless with a lot of this stuff, you're not getting your vitamin D. If you like, you're not getting you know, um, if you're not, you know, being active, uh, you're, you know, there's a good chance you're going to be a victim of, you know, this is one virus, God forbid, but you know, you never, there's, there, there could be other ones in the future. So you gotta be ready. You gotta like prepare yourself. So that is great. Speaking of all this, you know, um, there are new social distancing and mask mandates, right? The Ooh. city, New York was a little yeah. late on it. New York took a couple of days to kind of uh, confirm that, that New York is also in on right. it. But the pretty much now the country now there's 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 a, a mandate. They're lifting the mask mandates. You don't have to wear a mask all the time. Frank, why are you so excited? You never put one on. I don't know why you're excited. Right, you're right. <laughs> I can see people's smiles again. That's what all I have to say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You forgot about those, huh? I mean, Frank, they are. They do say that if you if you don't have a, if you don't have a vaccine, you should still wear your mask. But well, I don't think that you're I gonna mean, follow I, that. Before the mandate came in, I, I was I'm walking in stores without my mask. I see the dirty looks, but they can't say nothing because they know it's like the mandate. Well, that's in. that is the tricky thing because they're trusting people. You're like people are going to restaurants and they're trusting that, oh, you know, they're not wearing a mask as long as you're vaccinated, but they're not showing any proof. Mm. So, you know, Frank, it's cool that you're not wearing a mask, but I don't want no Trump loving uh, pandemic was a hoax (laughs) person eating next to me in a restaurant. I'm sorry. I'm going to be discriminatory towards that person because they don't even believe that the pandemic was a thing. So I'm a little still gun shy and I'm still going to wear a mask in certain places. That's Yo, a, that's a that's not that's a good thing. That makes a lot of sense. You know I got to say because I saw the line at Sephora was off the hook today and I'm like, "What is happening here? Everybody got to buy lipstick again." I haven't worn lipstick <laughs> in I haven't worn lipstick in over a year. <laughs> I saw the line at Sephora. I was like, what are they giving away shit for free? What's what the fuck? It's that the women are going crazy. We need to stock up on lipstick again. Oh, they're giving a vaccine for lipstick, I think. That's a, that's what they're doing, I think, Sephora. Oh, well, great. Now more we gotta get back into that. I was only wearing half a face of makeup for the last year, but now that the, the mask is on, I gotta do the other side of the face, the southern hemisphere wow. of my face. So you lady, you lady saved a lot of money this last year, not having to wear a Look at my skin. Up. My skin is the clearest it's ever been because I haven't been wearing makeup. My lips, everything looks great. Now I got to wear makeup again. All right. Oh, man. Now you still wow. got to wear masks um, in the public transit. They're still, uh, they're still saying that you have to. Also, in the, in, on, in the trains and the yeah. buses, you have to wear the mask. You still have okay. to. And, you know, look, I mean, you know, I don't trust, I don't trust what I'm breathing in public transit anyway, mm-hmm. right? The subways right now... Um, so I could, do- I could totally see that. And I think I might always still just wear a mask in public transit from now on, you know, just cause it's like, 
I didn't I didn't get sick at all, like wearing a mask, you know, I didn't get a cold or a little flu. So I'm thinking the masks are pretty good, like to to keep you from getting even these little ailments and shit. So, right. so I'm long, still, how, yeah. Jamie, how long you how long you uh, figure that you're going to be wearing this mask for? <laughs> well, no, like I said, I might there just might be certain places where I still might wear the mask. So I feel like public transit. Why not? You know, people were doing it before the pandemic. There were still some people that were wearing masks. And you were like, back then you'd be like, why is this? Why is she wearing a mask? This girl, right. this woman's weird. Right. Now it's like, yo, I, I know what, I know where her head's at now. Well, Michael Jackson was wearing a mask like five years ago too. Yo, I'm, yo, I'm, <laughs> Michael Jackson, other than almost throwing his kid off a roof, he, he was, he knew what he was doing, right? <laughs> He was ahead of his time, huh? He was ahead of his time, you know, moonwalking, wearing a mask. Uh, look, but guys, look, I, I think I what this it. represents is bigger than just a mask, right? right. This represents shit is changing back to, to normalcy, mm-hmm. right? And this yeah. is great because, you know, especially New York has been hit hard. And to see New York rehabilitating itself, hopefully, in, in all different areas, not just, no, not just mask and the pandemic. New York's kind of been going a little bonkers in general. Um, it's good to see that. It's good to see like there's light at the end of the Holland Tunnel. I, I well, well, see what you Jamie, did there. I want to see you wear. I don't want to <laughs> tunnel leads to Brooklyn. I mean, I'm sorry, to Manhattan. Yeah. No, look, I'm not gonna be anal with the mask wearing. I'm, I, I'm, I'm double vaxxed. Triple vaxxed, if you count. Oh, I got a, I got a third one just to be in the no, same. No, you said it, you loco. You're loco. I had to pay a little extra. I had to pay a little That's extra. That's hilarious. And it required a safe word. I don't want to get into. Oh it. my god. But, uh, Holy shit. Yeah, but I'm not. Look, I feel I. You know, the other day I went downstairs the ice cream truck and I ran down without a mask. <gasps> and I was like, for a second I was like, oh shit. But then I was like, wait, I'm I'm not, I'm double vaxxed. You know, I'm not gonna feel like I'm good as long as nobody fucking you know spits in my general direction or some right. shit. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm also rehabilitating. You know, I think it's in the it's an individual thing for everybody. Everybody has their own individual way to right. to, to get back to normal. So yeah. um, that's great. That that's good. Thing. My whole my whole family is vaccinated. Now my oldest brother doesn't want me in his house because his whole family is vaccinated. So I don't know what to do. He told me to stay at the end of the the house in a gazebo and by myself. And he that's the only way I could go to his house. <laughs> but I, I don't know what else to do. This is crazy. Maybe that'll change. Maybe that'll how, change. Hopefully, how, hopefully. How do you guys feel about being able to see women's faces in their entirety again? Lips. Ooh. All that. Um, Jamie, be careful. Yeah, I mean, Jamie, be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. This is more of a question for Frank. I'm going to leave that one alone. Let's go to Frank. Let's go to Frank. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, I look at the backside first. Then I move to the face. So oh. for me, it really didn't, you know, it didn't affect me. Wow. I always wow, look at the back. Wow. I'm an ass, I'm a ass oh, man. You know. So now that the summer's here, you know, I look at the back and then I move to editing, the front. Editing, we'll so have to take that working. out. Editing, we'll have to remove all of this. <laughs> editing. Okay. Um, Frank is from the Heights. He can't hide that. that you've said it on the That's... show before. You are who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We love you. And yeah, mine was a no comment. No okay, comment. I just I'm gonna question. rescind the question. That's a, that's a smart move, I'm just gonna Jamie. take the question back. Okay, I'll just say this: as a female, you know, there is another part of our face that's now exposed again. It's weird. It's like going back to, yeah, like uh, you know, you can see all of me now. Here you go. It's weird. 
Like I went out today and wow. I went maskless for the first time. And I see Ooh. there's a lot of people still wearing. I mean, everybody was still wearing a mask. I didn't really see a lot of, but I wasn't getting any dirty looks for being maskless. Right. Cause I think people assume wow. that I'm double vaxxed, which I am. Good for you guys. I'm so happy for you guys. All I have to say is I haven't worn a mask this whole pandemic, not to sound like a jerk. We know. And, and, um, uh, God willingly, I've been fine. Uh, my, my, uh, my system has been working as God put it to work and it's doing great guys. Thank you so much. But I hope everybody's happy. I hope everybody wears their mask. I hope we're all safe. I hope we have a great summer. I'm just happy that we're all getting together. It just makes me so happy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're on the right track. Um, Frank, unfortunately, you were dealing with also now that the weather's getting nice and everybody's back out. Yeah. That also means, especially in in Washington Heights, that um, people are gonna be um, noisy as and noisy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, um, Jamie, to, for lack you know, of a better term, and you Jamie, dealt with that recently. Yeah, man. You know, you're in the neighborhood. You're, you're, we're close by. Inwood and Washington Heights are very close. Uh, when the summer starts, everybody starts playing the loud music from the cars. The neighbors start having fun. Everybody's happy. And my neighbor upstairs just finished having a baby girl. Oh, so that's yes, nice. That's nice, but... Uh, but they started partying Friday night, and they went all the way into Sunday. So I hadn't slept Friday night. I didn't sleep Saturday he started playing bachata like at eight o'clock in the morning, all the way to four o'clock a.m. on past Saturday into the morning. So, I so I'm assuming no the baby was still in the hospital during this. No, the time. baby was in the house. The family <laughs> came Dios over. Mio. The whole so the whole family was upstairs. They're half Dominican, half Mexican, so they love bachata. They love oh, the Domi Mex. Okay. Yeah, man, they're they're a great family, great great couple, and I'm so happy for them. But they kept me up for three days, man. And it, I mean, you know how it is when the heights gets like that. Everybody's playing music. And I mean, he's upstairs, so I just didn't sleep the whole week, man. It was I used to know a girl on AO Instant Messenger, Domi Mex Seven One Eight. That just that just reminded me of the Dominican and Mexican mix. Um, that, oh yeah, wait. the noise, yo, the noise in the heights can get crazy, and this oh, is yeah. where. Um, and now this, you have the this motorbikes. This is where it can get frustrating living up here. I mean, yes, it's it's uh it's a you know it's it's a neighborhood Latino neighborhood. It's great, you know, great food. Jamie, um, I don't know if you heard um, the motorbikes. But yo, when it's noisy at like one in the morning on a Tuesday, you're like, what the fuck hell? this, fuck this place. Wow. <laughs> I, well, because it's just you... like, and it's just, it's like one guy in his car just parked and he's, he's just playing loud ass music for no reason. It's crazy. Well, what they've done is the city right now is uh, putting a task force together just for the noise ordinance. They ain't doing complaints. Wow, really? Yeah, so it's getting to that. And what's really happening is now you have a lot of motorbikes together. You have a lot of crews and they're cruising up and down Broadway in like packs of 20 and motorbikes and there's like one, two o'clock and in the morning. And they're popping the wheelies and it looks uh -huh. crazy. It's so scary. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a city life, and a lot of people like it. The girls love it with the guys, you know. So it adds all to the. the and I don't even of, care. I don't even care on a weekend. You know, the weekend is the weekend, right? But sometimes right, it right. just happens on some random weekday at like one thirty in the morning, and you're like, "Who the hell's playing uh, Bad Bunny's a whole right. album?" <laughs> <laughs> like nonstop, no skips. Um, and you know, it is, it is, it is life in the city. So it, you got to deal with it. But sometimes you just like. I want to just go downstairs and just key this person's like car. Dang, son. Hit him with a boom box over there. You know what I mean? Like you, you get angry. You get really like that makes you want to get violent. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, don't man. interrupt I, my sleep. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you know how it is, man. You go upstairs, you knock on the door, and when you see everybody, we just had a baby, and you're like, oh man, okay, congratulations. He's like, Primo, come in, man. Yo, come on. And I had a few drinks with him. I'm like, yo, dude, I gotta go to sleep. He's like, yo, you understand? I'm like, yeah. But what am yo, I we do? just about to circumcise him right yo. now. Come on, it's a circumcision party, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful oh. thing, but the entree. <laughs> hey. Like Jamie said, man, it's life in the city. You know, you take the good with the bad. You it take is the good with the bad. You, and, know. Uh, you know, sometimes well, you gotta you gotta go through stuff like this living in the city. You know, summer twenty twenty one. Let's go. I. Speaking of something hot, here's Jay Ferns with the hot Wachiche bites. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Wachiche bites. Ay. What up, yeah? Jamie! 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 Let's go! Are you not entertained? Not yet. You didn't start yet. Okay, all right. Um, this Bochincha Bites where I uh, dish out on the Bochincha of the Week. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't know. What is it? You what know, we might have some first-time listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Talk to me. So check it out. I was reading a story about a vaccinated New Jersey retirement community. Ooh. And they're, live, and they're you know, post-pandemic, they are bugging the F out, right? These old people are hooking up. Old people in nursing homes are back to hooking up. Oh, that's good. That's good. And which I'm, I'm all for. I feel like old people, older, I don't want to say old people, senior citizens have had it hard this past yeah. year. Everything that everyone's dealing with, but with them, it's times 100, right? Because yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 they're yeah. 100. And right. so oh, it's like, That works. Jimmy! Got him. Got him. So, you know, in this article, you know, one of the residents of this particular um, nursing home was like, there's definitely an upswing in romances. Oh, shit. You know, these, these 70, 80-year-olds, 90-year-olds, they, um, they're feeling good again. So, I'm, so the viejitos I'm, I'm are getting happy. down. The viejitos are getting down, and I think it's time. I, I, I want the viejitos to have some, you know, to, yeah, to yeah, have some yeah. they um, got, they're, they're, they're fun in the sack. They got needs also. Hell yeah. They have needs and, you know, they're probably tired of everybody, like, protecting them. Like, stay away, you know. Yeah. Grandma, no, you know. And grandma yeah. wants to be like, yes, yes. You yeah. know, she wants to be. I can't even imagine the <laughs> I... day that, like, you know, they realized, like, in that home that they were all vaccinated. You know, like, somebody turn up the Frankie Valley, you know, like. And then they all <laughs> congregated and they just had wild, oh, like, senior citizen orgies. It's exciting, Ooh. but shouldn't you live that wow. way in your golden years? Shouldn't your golden I years agree. be full of golden you showers? You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Rachel. Oh. Shouldn't they? I do not want to be the orderly that has to clean that <laughs> senior citizen orgy up. It's like, what were you, what were you guys doing last night? Oh, my. I wonder this if, like, is... senior citizen sperm is slower. You know, like, does it move Ooh. like like the little sperms have yeah. little walkers? Like, I'll make it to the egg. <laughs> oh my I'll gosh. make it to the egg if I have They it. just nap before they get to the <laughs> to its destination. They're just taking naps. Yo, I knew a girl that used to work in a nursing home, and she used to tell me that those old dudes, they used to grab her ass and tell her, like, yo, <gasps> get down. Like, they're horny. Oh, my God. Like, no, because they're still... 
They're yeah, still in that generation where like yeah. it was okay to do shit like that. You yeah, know? they want to get down. She would tell me like old dudes would be like, "Yo, suck my." Like, what? You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. Not mine. Please, where is it? Come on, I'm an old man. <laughs> um, look, and, and nursing homes have gotten a bad rap because look how, you know, Cuomo, right? Oh, Cuomo yeah, just yeah, yeah. mishandled that whole mm. thing. But I'm, you know, Florida, like, their nursing homes, they be popping, right? They be, like, no doubt. No I'm doubt. like, if I'm going to nursing home, I'm not going to the Bronx. Like, if, if, if I'm an elderly person and my grandchildren and children are like, we're going to send you to nursing home, I'm like, it better be in the Florida or, you know, some hot, some place with palm trees. Don't send me to no inner city nursing home because right I don't care about, about the people there. You know what I mean? I want to be in some, like, community where it's like a Merrill's place for old people. You know what mm. I mean? Where there's... Like, you just hugging up. So you want there to be a lot of sex in. Got it. Yeah. If I'm in the nursing home, yes. <laughs> if I'm an 80-year-old and I'm like... I want to be in a in a swinger, like an old people oh, swingers oh, environment. Oh, shit. Wow. You know, it's like, let's let's do it. Like, you you know, tomorrow is definitely not promised if you're a certain age, you know, so. So you think in those nursing homes, I guess, like orgies, like Rachel said, and swingers, like couples get it down in those nursing I mean, homes, you think? They might attempt. I mean, I don't even know if they have enough energy to like unbutton the blouse and shit. You know what I, mean? I wonder what unzip the pants. It might they just be too much for them. What's a viejito booty call like at the senior citizen center? Do they like dial the rotary phone? Like, you know, is it an, <laughs> is that the kind of booty call? Like, hey Dolores, what you doing? Like, yeah, I don't know. What are they? How does that you, work? Yo, me, sponge bath, midnight. <laughs> I got the Viagra. Um, what do you got, sweetheart? Yeah. <laughs> I got the I got some on a Werther's original with your name on it. <laughs> You're gonna have to eat it off me. I've got some candy <laughs> corn in a jar from 1989 if you wanna come and share with me. <laughs> Viejito love. It's so cute. It's adorable. Go ahead, live your life, my yeah. Gra- my grandson <laughs> told me about this new position. <laughs> um okay so you know that's the moral of the story let's that's a beautiful it's it's it's, let the senior citizens have some fun you know they've been through a lot it's a new world man yeah hell yeah um okay another 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 bite that um that is also sexual in 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 tone um a boss a forward-thinking boss is allowing her employees returning to the office to take 30-minute masturbation breaks. Wow. In order to combat the post-pandemic hornies or, you know. um, Wait, is that a thing? The post-pandemic hornies? This is what this article wrote. I didn't even know hornies was a word. (laughs) I didn't know you can pluralize horny. So you can go to the bathroom real quick on your phone and jerk off and come back? I mean, is that that what's... Oh, but but, okay, but let me me tell you what this business is. It's, It's the boss of an adult entertainment company. Oh, so she's okay. offering her employees half hour daily masturbation breaks. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure everybody, not everybody in this company is, they're not actors, right? They're, they're probably, you got, you know, you probably got human resources girl and, uh, uh somebody who works in, you know, in billing and, um, but you know, there, this woman, um, um, Erica Lust is her name. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Again, her government. That's her government. Is sure. Uh huh. Yeah, AKA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the boss of Erica Lust Films. Um, she wants to normalize this in the workplace. Can you normalize touching yourself in the workplace? I don't. I don't want the workplace to be the jerk place. You know what oh, I mean? Jerk. Jay 
because she, but she said she offered this because she said her, she was noticing her staff were agitated and performing with less energy during the pandemic. Ah, no wonder I see that sweaty guy coming out of the uh, out of the bathroom all the time at work. Okay. Oh, so he's doing his own thing. He's like, I'm not. And they, got those, they got those guys with the clammy hands. Ew. Yeah, those are the guys. <laughs> Well, maybe because they spent so much time at home, maybe they were doing a lot of that at home. Maybe they just, oh. and it's like, it's hard to like go back to the office way of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so busting a nut will kind of make you perform better at work throughout the day, Jamie? Is that what she's trying to She's trying, well, she, I think she has private masturbation areas, a station. Oh. So she has stations for it. Right, right. So it's not like you could just do it in your cubicle, right? Right. Um, you know, you have a little station. Right. Um, probably a towel. Hopefully they, they, they provide the towel. Right. Sounds like and, the infertility uh, clinic, uh, Rachel. The what? Infertility clinic for guys. It sounds oh. like that. When you go in the room, you jerk off with all the magazines and all that shit and a cup and then you come out and... Well, I'm sure this one must be nicer than the one that uh, my poor hubby had to go to. That one was pretty sterile and a lot of voices, he said, outside the door. That was bothering him. And and cum stains all over the walls and shit like that in all those rooms. Wait, what? Uh, All over the wall? Oh, yeah, man. I've heard stories of guys telling me they go in fertility clinics and there's like magazines all crunchy in between. And like cum stains on the walls. Like, it's really nasty, man. Can I ask you a question? Okay, let's get sure. back to Erica Lust. Um, so <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're working all day in this office where indie erotic films are being made, reviewed, adorned on the walls, the actors yeah. are probably coming in and out of the office, I, don't you think people are getting horny? It's not like they work at IHOP. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> They work mm-hmm. in looking at naked people. Like, so is there a need to, like, are they getting these super horny? horny? These horny? Yeah, people, these are horny Rachel, people. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. that's where I'm going. It is. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I feel like the behind, there's always the behind the scenes part of it. And these people probably have to, like, come in, you know, dressed in, in uh, work attire. Um, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I think they're not wearing buttless chaps to work. You know what I mean? Like, they have to kind of, so you do have kind of your your office people, even in a, even in a profession like that, mm. you know. So you guys um, think that maybe in the workforce, if they had like a little room where you can go and you know bust a nut, you'll perform better throughout the whole day. Well, this is what Erica Lust thinks. Oh, I man. think that that's way too extreme. I think she she never tried to find like a middle ground between <laughs> between like you know giving you know. Uh, Having her uh, employees have a you know some energy provide them right. some more energy boost. Right. Um, there was no middle ground between that and masturbating. Like I don't think masturbating is. I is mean, because you know, I mean, we feel better after we bust, and the ch- the chicks after we obviously feel better after they bust. So maybe it's a good idea, man. Perhaps. I, yeah. I mean, there has to be rules. You have to have a time limit. Yeah, yeah. I um, agree. You have to. Um, Yo, you don't need more than 15 minutes. I mean, come on. I mean, look, we're so anal about, no pun intended, but we're so anal about washing our hands. Like, that's like, I want you to wash your whole body if you do some <laughs> shit like that in the office. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and definitely you can't be making noises, right? Because that'll distract me. What if, if I'm, if I work there and I'm like, I'm not into this whole, you know, do it yourself stuff at work, but if you're into it, fine, but just don't make noise and distract me from my, from my, you know, I'm doing. I'll be on uh, the other side of the door hearing that. That must be interesting. Yeah. Imagine hearing your boss <laughs> or your coworker. Oh my Ooh. god! 
Ooh, uh, that was beautiful. And what if it's like bring your daughter to work day? Like that's just inappropriate. <laughs> that's inappropriate. That shouldn't you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, last bite, and there's a quick one because you know we do mention like we you know we mentioned that there's been a lot of. Un- unidentified flying objects lately. Oh, yeah. But in 60 Minutes this weekend, a Navy pilot, he was telling 60 Minutes that he's, he saw UFOs nearly every day for two years. What? Nearly every day. And he calls them a threat to national security. Frank, I just want to hear your thoughts on this. This is like a big revelation. This is a guy who's like, and 60 Minutes is not, is not going to just air this. Well, like, I'm going to tell you, you know, what happened, Jamie. Many a times, uh, these extraterrestrials, they make a connection with a particular human being and they stop following even that human being because they're actually probing them. They uh, they, hypnot- they uh, put them in, uh, under hypnosis where they actually uh, like go into your body and they check your, ca- your body cavities and they check who you are and how your body is performing as the years go on throughout the years. And you're just like an experiment to them. So they're all actually, actually following you all the time. So this pilot is actually being followed, Jamie. Mm. And so, but I mean, you think because of the pandemic, like everybody now is just like, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm not supposed to say anything about this, but. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's saying he's seen, he's seen, uh, he's seen one every day. So that's basically like. Well, I told oh, you hey, guys there's another UFO. Yeah, for, you well, know, um, Trump signed the Corona bill and in the Corona bill by June, a lot of stuff will be divulged about extraterrestrials and how we are in contact with them and how we have been working with them. So now a lot of more people, civil, uh, uh, regular civilians are going to be coming out and talking to us about their connections with, with extraterrestrials and their uh, relationships with aliens as the years go on. We're going to see more and more of this. Rachel, any thoughts on, UF, on, on UFOs uh, becoming a national security threat? Like, what, like, are you nervous about this? or Do I look nervous about this? <laughs> I want to befriend these extraterrestrials, okay? Yeah. I, I want to see what's going on. Do you have any secrets to good skin? You know, are you using any are you using any products out there on Mars that I should be using? You know, because the Israeli sea salt, it's not working anymore on my skin. Mm. So, Damn, I heard that's good. I heard that's good. For yeah, the Dead Sea. But I need something new. So is there some sort of Martian potion? I would like to know okay. about it. You know, Oh, you're going to love my fake news. Oh, really? It's a Martian skincare? Well, check it out. I mean, I didn't have a segue, but now I do. So uh, that's the (laughs) little bites for this week. And ladies and gentlemen, let's just bring you into Frank Spiracy News. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hi, Frank. Hello, everyone. Hey, Frank. Frank is here. Hey, Frank. 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 It's me, guys. <laughs> what it's are we me. doing? What are we doing? <laughs> guys, it's Frank Spiracy, and I got some great news for you guys with the summer coming around. You know, Yay. everybody's traveling, right? Everybody's wishing to, they're getting out, right? Yeah. Everybody's, you know, we got to get away, right? Let's like, that's the mantra right now. Everybody's like, we got freedom. I got freedom to comes... get away. Yes. I won't fly. I feel like that's the theme song. Right. And today's theme in fake news is about Mars and the breakaway civilization, guys. Okay. Yes. Guys, there's a civilization already that they're planning on living on Mars, guys. It's already been set up, all right? They're setting stuff up over there. They're sending stuff over there. 
Okay, and this has been going on for a long time. I've, I've, I've been doing the news and I've been, I've been doing my research. Guys, there's a Marine out there, okay? You guys could YouTube it, that he said that he was on the planet of Mars for 15 years, guys. Why? This guy's a Marine. I don't know why he would be lying. This is a serviceable guy. He's in the Marine. I don't know why he would be lying, Jamie, Rachel. And he was, this, he was, so it was like, so his loved ones just didn't know where he was for 15 well, years? Right. Well, they can actually do, Jamie, they can actually wipe away your memory, okay? They can actually do it. Under hypnosis, they can actually wipe away your memory. Oh, like but, Men in Black? Like that Men in Black device? Right, but yeah. you still sometimes may have remnants of your memory. So this guy's memory has been coming back, and he was away in Mars with the whole civilization putting things together out there, guys, okay? I mean, and we see it right now. We see the Mars rover going out there, and we see Mr. Elon Musk putting a lot of money, a, I mean, billions and billions of dollars on going away to Mars, guys. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, guys, at the end of the day, we see all the movies all the time. We see all these movies like Total Recall. Remember Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yes. To place on Mars. Get back to Mars. Time to get back to Mars. Remember that scene? Remember, like, yo, all they the, the chip. They put the chip in his. In his there you go. Room. We got movies like Prometheus. You know, they went to Mars to see about civilization because, guys, our civilization on Earth originally started on Earth. We just had to leave Earth because Earth was uh, Mars was coming apart. It was falling apart, and we came to Earth. Wait, wait, wait! Time out. So it started on Mars or started on yes. Earth? Oh, okay. Well, it started, it started on, on Mars. Mars. With the Anunnaki, okay? The Anunnaki are the people in the Bible. They're the ones that really started civilization, okay? And they had to leave Mars because Mars' atmosphere was kind of putting the whole planet under, under um, if you want to say, the, the whole Earth, that whole Mars atmosphere was affecting the, the Mars itself. So they had to leave Mars and come to, you know, to Earth. And now they're actually going back to Mars because the ozone layer there is letting them come back and it's breathable and it's habitable again. But what about, so, the, what about the movie The Martian, right? Because in that movie... There you go. That's I was going to mention that, Matt Jamie. Damon, he's a, that he ends up easy, eating his own shit. Right, ew. exactly. No, right. but not... No, but Rachel, before you think ill, he... He ended up um, um, making potato plants that right. turned his shit into food. So it wasn't wow. just like straight shit. He was smart enough to find like, you know, the hack basically to make, turn your shit into something edible. I don't know. So is right. this guy that smart? The guy who's talking yeah, about that he's been there well, 15 years? Well, Jamie, that's Rachel. And that's what basically they're doing right now. They're finding all these different ways. Like you see all these guys doing marijuana hydroponically. They've been doing that over there in Mars. They've doing fruits and vegetables, growing stuff out of like thin air. Like Jamie said, you can grow stuff out of your shit. It's like house, it's like cow manure. You can actually grow stuff from your feces. So this has been going on in Mars and they're building civilizations out there. They even have pictures. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Mars face. Have you guys ever heard of Yeah, Mars? I've seen it. It's, right. It looks like somebody just like somebody. Right. Face. And these are all like Sphinx faces are like pyramids out there. So even the pyramids themselves, were built by these actual Anunnaki's guys. Have you guys ever seen the movie Stargate? Yes. yes. Well, they come through the Stargate and they go in the pyramids. Yes. And these are the, yes, guys, these are the guys that built all the pyramids all over the world. They know exactly all the pressure points on the earth. For example, there's a pyramid out in Mexico. There's a pyramid in Egypt and Cambodia, which goes around the middle of the earth, guys. And they just discovered 200 pyramids in the sands of the Giza. Okay, sands underneath the sand. They found these pyramids underneath the pyramids that already exist. Yeah, un underneath the desert of Giza, there's a whole bunch of like deserts, and they found another two hundred small pyramids. Okay, so they're finding out that these pyramids at one point 
were power plants and they lit up the earth. Okay, this is old technology, guys, which we, we, it's amazing. Okay, there was a point. This is lost technology. Like Nikola Tesla really tapped into a lot of this stuff, guys. So yeah, guys, there's pyramids that they found inside the sand around the Giza. Okay, another 200 small pyramids. And there's pyramids all over the world, guys. And like I said earlier, you saw the movie Stargate. You know, they do their things. These are the Anunnaki coming through the Stargates. They come from other dimensions. They come from other planets and they come through these Stargates, okay? Which, uh, guys, I'm going to touch on this. And I touched on this on another fake news about a Stargate that they found in Iraq. When we actually went to Iraq in 1990-something, that was one of the reasons we went over there. Because we they, we knew that they had a Stargate in one of their things. It's called a ziggurat. If you guys look this up, there's like this big thing in the middle of the desert. Okay, and this is where they said the Iraqis hired this Stargate, and we got a hold of that. And that Stargate, guys, takes us straight to Mars, and the elites have the pathway to get over there now, guys. And it's getting to the point where they're building their civilization over there, and they're letting shit over here get out of hand. And they know they can always leave over there, guys. I'm just letting you guys know that, okay? And by the way, guys, I, record, I, I reported on this a long time ago, and I remember there's something called the Black Knight Satellite, okay? Remember the satellite that I told you that's up in the air? NASA has even put it on their uh, on their website, and they record it as space junk. But this thing is 16 tons. It's, black, it's called the Black Knight, and it's been there for a long, long time, thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And they say that satellite was put there by the Anunnaki because they can actually see everything from Mars, what we do over here. Black Knight satellite? That sounds like an Indies. Yeah, black Knight. Remember the Black Knight show? Remember the Black Knight show with the car? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you mean um, um, Knight Rider? Knight Rider. Yeah. There you go. That car was very smart. It was the AI car. Oh, yeah. But going back to the Black Knight satellite, I don't know if you guys remember that. That Black Knight satellite, guys, tracks everything we do on this Earth, and it goes right back to the civilization on Mars. And by the way, guys, there's pyramids on the moon, guys. So we were speaking about the dark side of the moon, guys. There's something going on over there. Okay? Guys, it's all connected. The Martians are out there. They're seeing everything we're doing. But the elites over here, eventually, they're doing their thing. And they can go out and go through that Stargate and go out to Mars, to that civilization that's out there. And that is the lost civilization out there, guys. Wow. wow. Is there, wow. Are, are there any of these Nagasaki people still around? Yes, guys. These guys are in the Bible. These are the people that actually put us here. They did the DNA splicing. They put us together. You guys can look this up. It's in the they're basically in the Babylonian times. Uh, the the flood. Some people say that they were the ones that committed the flood to kind of start civilization again because we went haywire over here. So they, a lot of people say that they are the responsible ones for civilizations. They're the one that runs thing. The Anunnaki. Oh. Got it. That's how you say it. Anunnaki, man. You guys look that up. You can find out a lot of information about Anunnaki. It talks about our our, our beginnings as an origin. Uh, the Anunnaki is in the, are in the Bible. A lot of you know, there's a lot of mention of them. So, guys, uh, these are the guys that put us together, and um, uh, it, it goes deep into uh, in, into who we are as 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 human beings on on this planet. This is uh, Stargates, Mars, Agasaki, Agasakis. I can't pronounce it. I mean, there's a there's a lot to this uh, to this Frank conspiracy today. Oh yeah, uh, uh, and I mean, look, guys. I mean, we see all these shows like Star Trek and um, you know all these uh, science fi uh, shows. I, I mentioned earlier how the 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 government actually uh, Operation Mockingbird. They're in everything. They're even in the movies. They're in uh, they're in in everything. So you don't think these movies are kind of giving us a heads up on what's going on out there? They're kind of educating in a way. 
And we may not see it eventually, but you know what? The millennials may be able to get to Mars and maybe uh, Donovan and Benji will get there, Rachel. Well, I hope they tell me how it is. And I hope they bring me back some good skincare, especially my yeah. older, in my older years. I'd really appreciate it. Well, Rachel, yes. I, I hope we get there. I hope we get there. And I, I'm, I'm really with the Stargate. Uh, it's, uh, by the way, guys, the Stargate is like a wormhole. This thing is like millions and millions of miles away. But with this Stargate, it's like going from here maybe to like Florida. So mm. you'll be like in three hours, you'll be here from from uh, from the planet Earth to Mars in like three hours. This okay. wormhole. Okay. So it's amazing. I, I really hope that we get together as a civilization and we get everybody gets together and we're all happy and we could kind of make these things work. And we could get from here to Mars, from Mars to Venus, from Venus to Saturn, from Saturn to Jupiter. Uh, it will be a beautiful solar system, guys. Well, I'm very excited for it. And I hope there's um, some good, good, uh, good fortune orbiting around right. that comes to us okay. from Mars. And again, I'll reiterate this for a third time. Good skincare. OK, OK. And I'm going to leave you guys with one last thing. I always say I always say Frank doesn't believe in coincidences, right? No coincidences. The last thing I'm going to leave you guys with, there's a gentleman by the name of Warner Von Brown. I've mentioned this gentleman very, 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 very much on a lot of my segments because he is the father of NASA. He was also the father of Hitler's scientific group of uh, scientists that did all their uh, propulsion or their Navy stuff or their planes, everything. His name was Warner Von Brown, and he had a group of, uh, they're called the 12 Disciples, and after the war, we made a deal with the world itself. And we took these 12, his 12, Hitler's 12 best scientists. And one of them, Brown, was the head of NASA. They put him at the head of NASA. And this gentleman wrote a book, and I believe in 1952. And he stated that there will be a gentleman that would lead the world, okay, will lead the world on its mission of making Mars habitable. And that person's name, their first name will be Elon. What? Is that a coincidence? Oh, the guy who just hosted Saturday Night Live? Yes. Warner Von Brown said this gentleman's name will be Elon. And you guys can look that up. So there you go. Frank Spiracy believes in no coincidences. And Elon Musk always says there are no coincidences in this world. Thank you very much, Jenny, ladies and gentlemen. This is the fake news for this week. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, it's real quick, though. Was Elon his real name or did he give himself that name? Is his real name like, you know, Fred? And he was just like, I want to call myself Elon. Good question. He might have known that story, too. And it was like, oh, you know, what? I'm going to call myself that's Elon. That's a good question, Jamie. But that's, another, right. that's another Frank's Spiracy. Right, 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 right. That's right. another one, Jamie. But that's a good, you're making you're making the wheels run up there. And yeah, I'm yeah, going to have right. to look into that. For what the came first, story. the chicken or the Elon? You know what I mean? Like, who? Oh, yeah. That's a Rachel. That's a Rachel wow. one right there. Thank you very much, Jenny, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, ones. Frank. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Well, I guess it's time for the close of the show. I hate to do this, but it's time for... And you know what time it is. You know what's up. It's que lo que time. So, yo, Jay Ferns, que lo que. Que lo que. And shout out to um, Mayor de Blasio, who <laughs> works mayor. Um, 
And I, I never really would want to shout him out uh, for anything. But he did. He did utter the word. He did say que lo que in his last... Uh, Can we play it? Yeah, Can we yeah, please yeah. play it for the world to hear? Well, the world kind of already heard it, but we're playing it again here. Here you go. Buenos tardes a todos. Que lo que? There you go. Like I mean, he's trying to be a man of the of the people, or a man of the gente, man of mi gente. But um, it's a little late, you know, because a lot of people already don't like him. But you know, it, it does. It, it's trying. pretty he's cool, trying. He's trying. even though he's trying. Yeah, but he's not a good mayor. But he might be like a decent dude if you just had a beer with him. And you know what I mean? I'll give him that. But this is cool to hear him say que lo que is funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, look, it, it doesn't top Bloomberg Spanish. We all know that. Bloomberg was... Bloombito. Yeah, Bloombito. Oh. That was a whole experience. Um, but this is, this is okay. This is okay. Uh, but hey, que lo que. I mean, it, it fits, yeah, right? Yeah, this is a segment. Yeah, yeah. And he said it. So that's cool. Um, anyways, let me get to Yero. As always, I want to give mad love to our pizzaiero.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week, they're giving us a scoop about the movie we've all been waiting to see. Yep. In the hype. Yeah. So if you want to hear all all about everything, all things in the heights, check it out on on yero.com. That's going to be a big big premiere week for In the Heights. And... um, just uh, my socials, J Ferns, Instagram, J underscore Ferns, Twitter. Franklin! Okay, guys, I'm going to give a shout out to two gentlemen that grew up in the Heights. And I'm so proud of them. Uh, the first gentleman I'm going to mention is by the name of Nelson Estevez. Guys, look him up, my homeboy. He's doing a project with BT right now. He's done some great work. Um, Tyler Perry, to just name one. And he's doing something out there. I'm very happy for him. And the other gentleman is J. Teddy Ga- Garces. J. Teddy Garces. I remember, I mean, I remember Teddy when he was a kid. And right now I see him on 9-11, Lone Star. Amazing, man. It's like seeing somebody like, you know, like a little kid, you know, and seeing him doing his thing. And I'm very proud of these guys. They're from, you know, not too far from where I'm at and, you know, very inspirational. And I'm so happy for them. And I'm just uh, giving them a shout out. And my last shout out is to McKenna uh, from your, your homegirl, McKenna, from Room 28. I've ran, I ran right by her. She lives in my neighborhood. I just haven't uh, had the time. I didn't want to stop her in the middle of my, of my walk. And uh, I've, ran, I've ran by her like two or three times in the last month. So it's, it's so fitting. I just want to give her a shout out. I wanted to stop her and say hi to her. So hi, McKenna. Just in case you hear this, uh, it was me. Just in case you saw me. And I just want to say hi to her. She's a great person. <laughs> it was me, just in case oh. I scared you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she nah. had been scared about the streets. There was some guy like trying to wave at me. I don't know who it was. Nah, but shout out to McKenna, man. I love her. She's great peoples. And uh, she's, I, I passed by her like two times. I don't like to do that, but I didn't want to stop her. I was all sweaty and I had my shades on in a very desolate area and I just didn't want to just stop her. But shout out to her. And uh, thank you very much, everybody. I, well, uh, I told you guys I'm in that show, the bragging rights show that used to be at the People's Improv Theater. It's happening Friday, June 4th at 8 p.m. at the Players Theater, Mm. which is one 
115 McDougal Street. So that's Friday, June 4th at 8 p.m. at the Players Theater at 115 McDougal Street here in New York City. That's between West 3rd and Bleecker. So we're going downtown. Yo, if you go to my Instagram page, I will put the ticket link there. And then if you're going to get tickets, use code BRAGBLUE. B-R-A-G-B-L-U-E. I'm representing Team Blue this time, bragging rights. First time. Usually I'm on Team Red. But use BRAGBLUE. And you get 50% off. So that $42 ticket comes down to 20. So do it. Come through. It's the first show back at a live theater for bragging rights post-pandemic. I'm so excited. Limited capacity. So get your tickets. Um, and then you can follow me at Rachel La Loca. Please follow the show at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a call. No big whoop. We want to hear from you. The number is 978-LATINOS. 978-LATINOS. Give us a call. Go ahead. Dial it right now. All right? Um, and tell us how you feel. Uh, we love you. We love our listeners. Thank you for the support. On that note, we out! <laughs>